Welcome to this episode of the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from Workhorse HQ. Listen, I'm so excited to be here with you all today for this amazing conversation coming straight from the brand new book, The 31 Days of Power. But before we do that, I want to make sure that I say thank you to all of the new listeners or maybe newer listeners who might be tuning in. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are my returning members, my dream team, thank you so much for your continued support. It means the world to me, and this podcast would not be possible without you. So I wanna say thank you as well. Listen, I want to make sure that we continue um, to be intentional. So in the last episode, we talked about um, the, the reality that our mental health and having it is not a bad thing, right? There are some things that we've got to do to break stigmas and all of that. But I want to dive deeper in today, which is actually the conversation for this week. And that is now that we have gotten to that conclusion of we all have a mental health. Now that we have been able to address that, to be honest about it, I think it's important for us to start diving in to dealing with ourselves from the sides of our traumas first, right? And and from our traumatic experiences, from the things that we've gone through, of course, there are decisions that have come from it. There are attitudes and there are some character traits that we've picked up along the way that have changed maybe the trajectory of how we would normally respond, carry ourselves or act, right? And so I wanna help you in this because for many of us, we have it and or maybe have had it in the past and don't always acknowledge it or don't keep it in check. But I wanna help you with it today. And this conversation is strictly around our toxic traits, asking the hard questions. Am I a toxic person? Am I the toxic person? Are there some ways about me that are just filled with toxicity that I need to change to become better? Believe it or not, this plays a huge part in your mental and your emotional health, but not just your mental and emotional health, It actually plays a huge part in the mental health of the people that you are around, whether this comes through the form of family members and friends, those that you work with, those that you lead at work, those that you volunteer with, those that you are in community with all together. These things matter, right? And so I want to make sure that we have this conversation and hear me before we get started. I'm going to let you know, I'm going to reiterate this. There is no judgment in this as I put this out. There is no condemnation in this as I put this out. It's simply to say, listen, as I went through the 31 days of power and I wrote this new book, the first thing that I admitted within the first sentence was that I am the toxic person and having to understand that over the periods of time in my life, when I've had to admit that, when I, and maybe not a toxic person all the time per se, But maybe there are some traits and some ways about me, depending on certain situations that I've been in, that can trigger those moments that would easily open the doorway and allow me to respond in an unfavorable or toxic manner, right? So I have six questions that I want you to truly consider Um, as we go through conversation today and as you go through this week and just keeping at the forefront of your mind as you continue to make a more intentional investment into your mental health. This is coming directly from the 31 Days of Power. If you have not pre-ordered or ordered your 
uh, copy yet, you can do so on my website, richardtaylorjr.com. So I want to dive straight into this, right? When we talk about toxic traits, like I said, many times it comes from experiences. It comes from how we were raised, our background, our upbringing. There are certain moments in life, right? I don't believe that anybody was just created and boom, you were born out the womb toxic, like just ready to wreak havoc on folks, right? No, like I truly do believe that there were certain situations and experiences that lead us to these moments. And so I want you to ask a few of these questions as an opportunity to reflect and to make the necessary changes. Here's the first one. Are there people in your life, past or present, who have hurt you, right? And I wanna go past first, right? Because one of the things that we've gotta understand is that present hurt can sometimes trigger past issues some it can it can trigger the the memory the remembrance of things that have taken place within your past right and so if we're not careful what we will find ourselves experiencing in some of the most vulnerable times is that somebody's ignorant action somebody's um words some something said or done in a moment can trigger you now in the present and you think that oh it's just this person right and for some it might be because maybe that's your first time experiencing it but for many of us what we will find out is that a lot of times what we're experiencing in that moment is a re-triggering of something that has already taken place right i know for me personally man one of my biggest struggles um it comes through the form of, and I'm going to just, this is me just being honest with y'all today, but it comes through the form of insecure men, right? Me, and I know I have a big character, big personality, but I've noticed how certain men will respond definitely with where I'm living now in Washington State and kind of just characters and, and actions. And, and one of the things I tend to find happen a lot of times is that um, there's this like really huge wall, this roadblock, right, where um, you see folks like kind of swinging this false sense of pride and power. And I'm like, you know, for me personally, it, 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 it's a struggle because of the fact that it reminds me of just like growing up, having to deal with that in certain circumstances, right? Insecurities that lead guys to having to try and forcefully put on this, I'm a quote unquote alpha male type of guy. And I'm like, fam, like you a Skittle in this, in this whole rhyming scheme, right? But okay, you know what, do you, because if that's what you feel like you need to portray and put out, go ahead. But I know for me, that leads to frustration. And, 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 and given the right moment, moment or circumstance, I can get a little, you know, a little, little flip with my mouth. I'm very sarcastic at times and whatnot. And so uh, it's it, it might sound silly, you know, in mentioning it. But the reality is, is that, like I said, it's not hard. It's not always rocket science when we talk about these experiences with mental and emotional health and things that can really trigger like different parts of us, whether that is frustration or anger or sadness or grief, right? And so are there people who have hurt you, right? And the reason why I'm bringing this story up is because one of the things that I've noticed is how I would dumb myself down and allow myself to be hurt in certain moments like that in the past. And so not allowing that thing to take hold in the future. So that's the first question I want you to ask, right? Is there somebody that's hurt me? And, and is that hurt? Maybe not the person itself, but are the actions from that person's, um, you know, moment um, lingering 
within you and bothering you. Next question I want you to ask is that, is there is there some pain in your heart, right? And maybe this doesn't come necessarily from a person who's hurt you. Maybe this comes from an experience. Maybe this comes from a moment in time where you had high expectations for something and you were let down from said expectations. Maybe it is that moment where um, life was going good and in an instant, like you, you dealt with a major loss. 2020 obviously did that for so many of us when it came to dealing with COVID, job losses, family members dying unexpectedly, all of these different things that we had to go through. These are real things, right? And so asking the question, is there hurt in, in um, is there pain in your heart? Is there hurt in your heart? from these types of situations, right? And getting to the root cause of it. I think this is so important. I'm gonna take a sip of water right here. The next question that I want you all to ask is do you feel emotionally drained? When we talk about toxic traits and being the toxic person, it's very easy to respond unfavorably or in a toxic manner when we are emotionally drained. When we are emotionally drained, one of the things that we will find ourselves dealing heavily with is compassion fatigue, right? Um, Or, you know, when we are emotionally drained, it is a lot harder for us to empathize with people because of our own personal feelings in the moment, because of what we have going on, because of our own issues, because we have not been poured back into while pouring from an empty cup. And so I think this question is so important to ask yourself because whether you know it or not, it can lead to you making toxic decisions. It can lead to you doing things out of your normal scope of character and person. Then the fourth question I want you to ask and consider is have you been holding on to things or feelings that you have not been able to let go of? Is there something lingering, right? Maybe it's been a lineage of things. Maybe it's the first trauma that you had and then something else happened and something else happened. And and for you, you are the individual that feels like, man, I'm always getting the short end of the stick. And what's really happening is that it's lingering traumas. It's lingering negative experiences. It's lingering negative circumstances that put you in this space to where you're constantly holding on. Or maybe the hurt and pain was just so bad that you've been so bitter and you don't want to let go of it because you were robbed of your joy because you were done wrong and you might be a good person or whatever it is that you say in these moments and in these times is this something that you have to address and deal with the fifth question have um have you been holding on to emotions from circumstances and people that you haven't been able to forgive right the conversation of forgiveness now we talked about the circumstance but let's talk about the people portion this one is going to be so important for us because a lot of times there usually is when we talk about getting to the root cause of our our hurt and our pain our traumas that lead to some of our negative ways and some of the things that we do negatively um, what we will find out is that we are still holding on to the emotions from those people right because we haven't been able to forgive them Maybe you put your trust in them. Maybe they were a leader that you looked up to and you thought that they had better character than what they ended up putting on display. Maybe it was a a romantic relationship gone bad and and you were cheated on and you were done wrong. I get it, right? But here's the thing. You cannot go back to change the past. So my encouragement for you is learn how to forgive. Two ways that I want to encourage you all to do that real quick. The first thing that you got to do 
I think first and foremost, before even forgiving the person, is learning to forgive yourself. And the reason why this one is going to be so important is because whether we like to admit it or not, some of the grief, the anger, and the frustration that we hold is not necessarily always towards the other person. It's actually towards ourselves because we let our guard down, because we let them get so close to us, because we allow them into a very personal and intimate space in our heart and in our head. And when we did this, um, this is the response that we got. This is the reaction that we get. So I want to encourage you first and foremost to forgive yourself in those moments. We talked about this in a, a recent podcast episode where that guilt trip portion would try and kick in and lie to you and steal your joy. In those moments, you've got to forgive yourself, understanding that, yo, it wasn't your fault. You did the right thing, right? We're all relational beings in some capacity. We've been created for relationship. And I think sometimes it makes it a lot harder for us to want to continue to pursue in any type of relationship with people in those moments where we experience that letdown. The second portion of forgiveness is forgiving the other person, of course, right? And in doing this, here's the thing. You might not never, I'm saying might not never, I'm taking it back to my old days. You may never get the apology that you are seeking, that you desire, that you deserve, right? And in this, you still got to be able to release them because if you don't, what do we know about resentment? Resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. You will literally be bitter holding resentment for somebody who may never acknowledge the wrong of their ways. And in this, all it's done, it's eaten you up at, at, at eaten you up and, and kept you up at night. It's bothered you. It's lingered in with you. Right. So forgive self and forgive the other person. The final question that I want you to ask in reflection is, are you upset or frustrated with yourself and have trouble forgiving you? Right. And if you do, um, I want to encourage you in this because I know that this one can be very hard. Right. Because we're keeping our guard up. We're um, always on the lookout, trying to make sure what is it? Um, trust issues. Drake used to talk about a lot. Right. We're dealing with the trust issue aspect now. And if this is you, I just want to let you know that it's important for you to learn how to first and foremost deal with the frustration, right? Many times our biggest struggle within forgiving ourselves is that we have this part of our human nature that wishes we could go back and change the past, wishes we could go back and change how things were done. I'm sorry to tell you, that's not reality. We don't have time machines where you can go back. We don't have the multiverse in Marvel or DC where we can go and switch it. Like That's not happening, right? And so what we need to be able to do in these moments in time is come to grips with the fact that we cannot change it. We cannot go back. But what we can do is make a concerted effort to be better moving forward. This is my message for you all today. Listen, if this helped you, please do me a favor. Make sure you share it on whatever social media platforms you might be on and tag me in the process. Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. And Twitter is at TrulyTaylorMade. You can find out more about me and my work at RichardTaylorJr.com. I'm excited to continue this 31 Days of Power journey with you. And with that being said, make sure you go pre-order. Maybe you're not the physical copy person. Kindle and eBooks will be available on Amazon. And so you can get that portion on there. Print books will be available on my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Listen, I know that we all have some form 
of trauma and, and past experiences that can cause us to be negative, to be toxic, and we can lie about it as much as we want to. But my goal, my hope, and my prayer for you is that you lean on the side of freedom so that you can truly walk in your power, not just in these 31 days or with these 31 power, excuse me, 31 um, chapters, but more importantly for the um, entirety of your life as you continue to go out and make a change in people's lives. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Talk to you all soon.